Hello, Terri-Anne and everybody. Well, hello, Eloise, and all of our beloved people in podcast land. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so it is the 16th of September. What card are we going to have today? Well, today I'm beforehand, so I'm shuffling now so you get to hear my, my sh- favorite sh- noise. Sh- <laughs> 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 and I'm going to split now. And that split. Oh, we've got an upside down card for this week. Well, oh. all right. So it's not always, not always necessarily negative, but um, for this week, we're kind of looking at, um, well, you know, when water, it's Nine of Cups, by the way, upside down. Oh, so yeah. That, that kind of, mm. you know, could mean it's going to be a rainy week. Or it, you know, could mean that we are a bit whiny. So, you know, when we're not meeting our goals, when we're not um, fulfilled just by, you know, living life fully, but we need something outside of us to fulfill us, especially somebody else, somebody else doing for us. Well, the cups turn upside down. And it would become kind of drained, but we can also drain others. Yeah. And we also dump our garbage on others. So there's a lot that can happen if you are, you know, the kind of person who, who isn't needed. It's like if you do for the sake of, not even for the sake of doing, you just do and you don't need anything uh, in return. Or if you, um, you know, know that you are, uh, well, maybe the best way is there's no purpose to life. Uh, We are just here, just having an experience. Yeah. Um, Whatever, you know, life is manifesting. I often, um, when I was a kid, I would watch ants, you know, crawling. Mm. And I would sit there and go, wow, they're not thinking, they're just doing this stuff. And then, you know, you could just walk through them and kill them. And it's like, and I'm, I was really young doing this, you know, I'm like five, six years old. And I'm like, there's really no purpose. And I would sit with myself and go, but I have a lot of feelings about life. And it's sad, you know, when an ant dies and, and it, it's hurtful and all of that. And, and of course, I didn't study existential guilt as a, as a child, but like about quite a few weeks ago, I said, oh, let me do some research on existential guilt. And one of the things that struck me is there's nature and, you know, animals, and then there's us. And the difference is, is that we have morality. Mm. So that morality is, I mean, I'm simplifying this, obviously, and added a lot in that morality. Uh, there's going to be guilt of our existence, if that makes sense, right? So yeah. we're moral beings. We, we, we see that there are things that we can do to hurt others, etc. So when it comes to the Nine of Cups, uh, well, we can manipulate others using guilt. I don't right. know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with that, Eloise, or if you know people who are familiar 
I'm being very facetious right now because I think most people will um, manipulate their children using guilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we look around, if we're very observant of our lives, nice, we can notice that we do a lot of things uh, that come from this place of guilt. So one of the things that I do that's really stupid is, you know, I go to kiss my, you know, I want to hug him because he wants cuddles and I give them to him and he yeah. wants me to, you know, feed him and he wants me to play with him and he, you know, very oriented. He wants what he wants and he wants it now. And like a good Greek mama, I give it to him. <laughs> and then I want something from him. Yeah. Like I want, um, a snuggle cuddle or, you know, to uh, hold him and be lovey-dovey. And then he bites me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I started noticing, well, it was clear the first time I said it, I just, you know, burst out in laughter. I looked at him, after everything I do for you, <laughs> this is how you treat me? And I started laughing hearing myself say that. So now I say it as a, as a joke. After I feed you and I don't bite the hand that feeds you, it's just all quite, quite humorous. But I can see, you know, where my conditioning come from, you know, that we, we are conditioned to believe that something for me, then I should do something for you. If, if I love you, then you should love me back. If I do something loving for you, you should love me back. Mm. Right? So that's a nice manipulation. So this is where of cups upside down just ruins our happiness. It ruins it. Right? Um, you know, here I am happy all day with my bird and then I want something from him and <laughs> and he doesn't do it. He gives me a bite and, you know, that that biting that he does usually tells me that I am in my needy place. Yeah. You know, it's fa- it fascinates me to see how my own energy shifts into uh, this very strange, he's a little animal, he likes to cuddle when he wants to cuddle. So um, you, you should cuddle with me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I want. Yeah. But he doesn't like that. I watched a little video of um, the same parallettes. And one is just the female is just sitting on. And the male flies up. He scoots over. He starts to snuggle up there. And she just turns around, bites him on the neck. He falls off the perch, <laughs> lands on the ground. <laughs> and I thought, well, you know, they can be quite... Um, These little tiny, they're the tiniest of the parrot species, Mm. but they think that they are huge. (laughs) Great. And uh, they say, you know, like if I got another one, that I would have to separate their cages because they could kill each other. They're the cutest little things. He's so cuddly. He sleeps. He slept with me Um, and he wouldn't leave. So he was in in bed till like 1 a.m. And, you know, I get afraid that I'll, you know, fall asleep too deeply and then just crush him. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's, he's definitely thinks he's a big guy. And uh, it's quite hard. And then this parallel 
flies back up and then, you know, does the mating dance with the little female. But I thought it was hilarious. You know, this is how they, they deal with each other. And I, mm. so I've been trying to do that when he, when he bites me. So if I, you know, leave him, like abandon him. Yeah. He gets upset. Like he's searching for me like crazy. But it's what you're, you know, one of the good ways to, when they bite, you just leave and, you know, go ouch and leave. Oh, I'm trying this technique now. Right. And I fail enormously. Because <laughs> this morning he bit me and then I kissed him. So this is. <laughs> <That's more. laughs> you know, talk about, because uh, right away my comes out oh I must have hurt him so I better kiss him but I don't care about the bite and then of course he gets more and more bitey and I think well you reinforced it didn't you yeah like even even uh, one morning I was sitting there and he bit me and you know it's not it wasn't a bad bite but enough to say that what if somebody comes over and he does that right yeah and I fed, and I fed him mm. you know that's really not good <laughs> that's just the, the, sitting there gives me a little nip and I give him food. You know, it's like, well now, you know, just reinforced biting. So I can see all the dumb things that I do. Yeah. He, he's, he's well, you know, he's he really I really enforce reinforce that he can do whatever he wants. Mm. And and he knows it, right? He knows yeah. I'll just nip you and you're gonna let me do what I want. And not only are you gonna let me do what I want, you're gonna give me food and you're gonna kiss me. <laughs> so we get everything and and literally you know a friend of mine told me i was doing that and i went am i and i started noticing you know yeah so, so it's really interesting to watch your your own behavior so i don't know if that's going to help everyone give a little bit you know now that i've revealed my my stupidity and my own manipulates me and how my conditioning would be manipulative Mm. You know, I had a, I had a childhood that from on my mother's end and my grandmom was, was extremely free, you know, and then of course, dad, dad brought in the, the bad stuff. Well, you have to limit yourself sometimes. Right? <laughs> so, mm. uh, you know, that there's the, there's the, you know, very, very general view of, but most of us um go from this existential guilt that is a is a moral basis to manipulating others to alleviate our own existential guilt mm. so that would be uh you know these clear examples of when i used to do a lot of tarot readings now readings mostly for select people yeah you know right uh, if somebody just wants sort of a, you know, they're looking more for prediction and and that kind of thing, I send them off to my students. But um, for myself, because there's a lot of healing work going on and a lot of uh, deep work, I make sure the person is is ready for that and that's what they want to to work with. I do that intuitively. Actually, I check in intuitively to see whether they're prepared to do that. Mm. Uh, if if I get a yes, I go ahead. I know, then I don't go ahead. I, I refer them to whoever I feel is going to, or I intuit is going to, to work for that person. Yeah. So, um, 
in the old days when, you know, I'd be in, in the public office, Mm. And you would have just about anybody coming in. Um, one of the most uh, amazing features uh, was, you know, moms, let's say, married with their kids. And they would sit down and talk about how good they are, you know, and all of the things that they do that make them a good person. Mm and caring and supportive and they feed their kids they don't let their kids don't have to in the house and blah blah blah. and then they'll turn around and say but when i ask them for one little thing Mm -hmm. they say no those spoiled little ingrates (laughs) they would say it a lot worse too they wouldn't be that polite and i would think wow you've just labeled yourself a good person but about your children and that yeah. to me is a clear indicator of nine of cups upside down. You are doing things based on systems, based in guilt, based in neediness, based in 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 emotion. I think all of those things combined really turns us uh, upside down, mm. and we're acting willy nilly with a grandiose expectation that if I treat you this way, if I do. Hopefully you're all catching on uh, to the I just told where here I am doing everything for this bird and spoiling him. And of course, when he doesn't return the affection that I've given him, I get upset. And then I start giggling because I go, well, you're the one who did all this. (laughs) You're the one giving you demand nothing from him. You don't train him. He's got one little. He's got a couple of tricks yeah. that he does that I intentionally trained him to do. The rest of the things he do does, he does, I he do. does are unintentional <laughs> training. Yeah. Caves, he's free. He's got a, you know, he's got a cave to sleep. And sometimes he just goes in there when I, you know, when I do sessions, he often screeches. So I can't, I can't in the room. Yeah. Today he's, Today, he's sitting very quietly on my keyboard. But of course, when he's, I can't, I can't type. And he just sits here waiting for me to tickle him, (laughs) which I do. And then I try to type with him on the keyboard. And as I put my finger underneath, if I don't bug him too much, but sometimes I move him out of the way and then right away he bites me. And I think, well, you have trained him to do We have trained them to do that. But we don't see that with humans. We don't see that the way you've treated someone, we think that I'm treating you this way so you you can treat me another way. Well, that's like, I'm going to open up a company and everyone copy me. That means everyone's going to be the CEO, let's say, of the company. That's not going to be useful Mm. if everyone's the CEO. But if the CEO position, then other people are going to come in to fulfill different positions. Uh, So I don't know if that's a clear example, but everyone's going to. So even in a family, if someone's doing the cooking and the cleaning and the, and the baking, Mm. the grocery shopping, then another person takes on another role. Yeah. Right. So like in, in my house, my, husband does the shopping 
So I do the cleaning, the organizing, the caretaking, and all of the, let's say, clothing orders or pharmacy orders mm. or uh, things that are um, not involved in what he likes to shop for. Like he'll shop for his, his vegetables and uh, meat, a couple of things that I need for my regime, and then whatever extra I do in a different way. So I fill it in that way. Mm. So I'm not going to go take over his role unless he said, I don't want to do it anymore, which he doesn't do. I would say, if you want, I'll go do it. He said, no, 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 you, you don't know how to pick meat. And he's right. I really, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not made a lot of mistakes. Like I would pick things and I go, oh, this looks really good. And then forget to look at you know, and then he'd come over and he goes, why you didn't buy the sale meat? And I'd be like, well, it was gross. So he says, well, that doesn't mean you have to buy it. <laughs> Just leave it. And I'm like, you know, more like a woman, right? I have that feminine energy where we go with the flow of things <laughs> and forget something. So at least that's what I do. I find it really interesting how we can... We can be really, like, it can be super, super cheap and economical about stuff. And then in another way, like, once I go out to do certain things, I'll forget to be cheap at all. <laughs> or economical, I yeah. say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I, won't do, I won't do it properly. And yeah. uh, get oh. things that are, are off the rails. I, you know, and that's, that, that's not a bad or a good thing as I'm saying but um, you know that we will into different models in different ways but mm. the nine of cups upside down says that I don't understand any of this clear on the understanding it can be right I've given several different mm. if I have spent you know um, we're going to see this week but let's say uh as this week goes on, I become more and more tired and I forget to care for myself. Well, my turn upside down. Yeah. Now that I know the Nine of Cups is upside down, I'm going to be cautious of um, anything flowing out of me. I'm going to say, okay, are you, you know, is, is that enough now? Is that, yeah. is that enough? Do I need to stop? But when we have this complicated aspect um, like all this description giving of the bird, but you're doing it with people, you might not see. Because... Yeah, but he's an animal. Uh, so he's not hes not moral. He doesn't have existential guilt. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have any existential guilt. Okay. So then... Um, um, what, what happens next is we become needy of the other because we, we think the other should know what we're experiencing. Mm. But that's a bit of a fantasy because if you don't state clearly what you want and act from your own, then, then you're going to go out in the world. I include myself in that. I, we're going to go out and um, operate from the place of I'll do whatever the heck look at myself, but I'm going to examine the rest of the world based on what I think they should or shouldn't do. Yeah. 
And then the cups are definitely, mm. oh, I need you to do this. Don't you think you should do that? And we're usually kind of, it's so weird. It's like we, we're so pathetically weak and we don't, um, I'm not calling everybody that. Yeah. But if you recognize, I, you know, I, I'm being really honest. I've re recognized how cowardly I have been during my lifetime to take responsibility for, you know, what my experience is and move forward and take the bull by the horns and do what I want. Mm. And I don't mean I can do whatever I want. I mean, really stand up and take responsibility and build your own life. Take all the risks yourself. Yeah. Right. You know, if you if you work for a boss and you're like, ah, oh, you're complaining about your boss, you complain about the company, you complain about the dynamics of a company. Well, why are you there? Yeah. You know, you're actually part of the problem. And if other people you feel are taking advantage of you, you're fulfilling a role. Yeah. You're also taking advantage of them because you need them to take advantage of you so you can sit around whining about it. <laughs> right? I mean, well, if yeah. I'm if I'm going to complain about somebody taking advantage of me, I've never felt that way. Like, I've I've heard it from childhood. You know, I can really recall. You know, very young. You know, we're talking about grade school, mm. where where this expression you comes up, and I and I I really didn't understand it. What do you mean they're using you? How can somebody use me if I'm not willing to be used? Yeah. If my friend, well, then I would be using them. Is if that's how yeah. they view the world. So whatever I'm doing, I'm doing out of my own volition, my own responsibility. If you think they're using me, okay, that's fine. But I don't, I don't feel or think they're using me. And if I use that premise, then I'm also using my friends. Mm. Why would it be any different? And if you, you really unravel it, but to accuse someone of using you is an insult. They're using me. They're taking advantage of me, which is a clear, clear indicator that you've already taken advantage of yourself. Uh, they take advantage of your generosity. I take advantage of my own generosity. I don't appreciate my own generosity. I don't say no when it's time to say no. Yeah. So if I'm generous, there are going to be plenty of people around to suck up that. Now, if I want that stop, I stop it. That's not up to another person. If you if you stand at the top of a building and start throwing thousand dollar bills, well, people are yeah. going to take them. Yeah. Especially when you say, "Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, take it." Yeah, this is for you. Take yeah. it. Well, you're going to have people grabbing. It. Yeah. It's not up to them to stop me from throwing my money at. No, yeah, <laughs> it's up to me. If I'm going to do it, I'm mm -hmm. going to do it. Maybe I, maybe I would need to go broke before I understand something about my generosity. Because my friend could say, "Why are you doing that? You'll be broke. You should keep your money." Mm. You know, but it, okay, yeah, you're right. So, uh, but someone can be right about something, but until you've regulated. Until you've understood it in yourself, let's say. I don't know why I use the word regulated, but because that's a vague term to say self-study. 
you know, if you're inquiring into uh, not why analytically, but, you know, how does this system operate? What is generosity? Uh, am I incorporating uh, guilt into my generosity? Maybe I am. Yeah. Not. Maybe I just don't care. It, it has no problem. But if I am generous and then the nine of cups turns upside down, well, you could have a drain, which you might be, you might go, oh, I drained because I was, you know, and you might go, well, now it's time to rest, to stop, to yeah. give to myself, to turn my general. That's really healthy. So I hope it's becoming clear that the nine of cups upside down could be an indicator of what is and for us to pay attention to, oh, now I need to right side up by giving myself what I need. Mm. Okay, that, that can be a great indicator. You know, that's, that's what I love about uh, having the cards upside down. It tells me what is going to require my attention. Mm. But when someone is in a pathology, well, it doesn't necessarily go away. You know, just whining about it doesn't make it go away. Mm. It's away. I can, I can, if you've got an empty glass of water, you can fill it up. If you've got a cup upside down and you're trying to fill it up, that's not going to work. Yes. Which is exactly what the Nine of Cups says. Well, you can try to fill this up, but as long as it remains upside down. So there's a big difference between I used a lot of energy and now I'm drained. Now I need to replenish. That's very healthy. Mm. You go on a long run, you're sweaty, hungry, thirsty, and tired. Well, you know what to do. Yeah. Your, your cups would likely be upside down at the end of a long, let's say you went to work all day, you hadn't slept very well, but you decide I need to get some exercise, you sweat, you come home, uh, you're going to be hungry, tired, thirsty, and you take care of it. That's fine. Mm. Really good indicator of a, of a healthy state. But if you are upside down and you have no idea how you got there, you have no idea, you're complaining about other people draining you. You're complaining about your job. You're complaining about um, your friends, your husbands, your kids. And you're in trouble because now, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying venting. Venting is a little different. That You just want to vent out stuff that's all trapped in your system. It's very different from complaining and going in a circle and you can't get out of it. Yeah. You know, sometimes I rattle off at the mouth, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm in kind of incoherent, things come out. I, it's like static electricity coming off me. I don't really care about what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But it can sound kind of agitated. I'm not even really listening to what I'm saying. It's just static coming off the body. That's different again. That's, that's different. But when I'm really involved in my complaining, which I haven't been for years now, which is such, I can tell you, you know, doing self-inquiry through tarot or through any way you're going to do it um, is, is so powerful because I haven't complained in years, years yeah. and years. Uh, there's a big difference between stating a problem and complaining about a problem and you're just going in circles. Yeah. I can state a problem and then way to fix it i might state it to someone else so they could give me some of their ideas 
Yeah. And then and then I might go, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Where else can I look? Do you have a research site? Do you have something at a reference I can go to? That's open. That's that's wonderful. But when you're complaining and somebody suggests something and you say, no, I can't. You don't understand. They're yeah. bad. And they're it's this. different. They're, it's different for me. And mm. you're, you're stuck in something within yourself. It's not the other. Because usually, you know, if you're in a, if, you know, I saw this clearly 30 years ago. Uh, but, you know, I had my own uh, catch 22 that I was in as a, as a young person. And one day I woke up and I got out of it. I was like, well, you just don't belong here. Yeah. And, and I got out of it. So, you know, you're, you're seeking different methods of dealing with something, but once you've reached the, the final end, then you go, okay, I've tried everything. It doesn't look like that's going to work out. So I need to move on. Mm. But usually people don't move on because they don't have the courage to. It's so blame someone. Well, uh, it seems, I would say, so much easier to blame someone else for why you're miserable than mm -hmm. to actually get up and have the courage to go uh, create your own life. Yeah. You know, get a job in a company that you like. You know, go back to school while you're working. You know, most people say, no, no, no. I've had tons of people 20 years ago come to me for readings and saying, Oh, it's too, I'm too old to be educated. I'm like, you're in your thirties for <laughs> your forties. You can be educated. You can go and get a degree. Just do it at night. So what? It takes you 10 years. Yeah. Oh my God. 10 years is so long. And then sure enough, that person would show up 10 years later and they'd look at me and go, if I had started getting my degree, when you said, I yeah. would have it. now it's too late. And I'd be like, it's not too late. Still not too late. You're only 45 <laughs> or 55. Like, what else are you going to do? Just go get your degree. So what? It takes you 10 years. Boom. They go off. Yeah. Like, you know, you were right if I had started that. But now it's really too late. I'm like, you're never <laughs> going to do it. You're never going to do it. Yeah. You, you always think it's too late. It, it's not too late even if you were 75. It's yeah. not too late. You know, I still think about, you know, uh, I, I mean, I my my life is is nice. I like what I'm doing. My work, you know. But ever, I, but I often think, oh, you know, I still want to go take art classes. I still yeah. want to go and take uh, language classes, which I'm actually considering now. Oh, getting a little tutor online. You're really good at languages. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good and but not good. I, I'm good just to pick up things and yeah. sort of the language going, but I'm not very good at going into detail in the language. Mm. That, that definitely is not my forte. My brother used to say, with my ability to study languages and your if we put ourselves together, yeah, person, person. we know all the languages on the planet. I'm yeah. like, well, you know, <laughs> it sucks to be me and it sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah, he had gone away. He was for four years and uh, in school and then he went to Spain and did immersion and you know, here he was studying the language and he came back on a trip and uh, we had, I was working and going to school and uh, I couldn't keep up with the household chores so I said to my dad let's hire someone and we got this woman who didn't speak English she only spoke Spanish yeah. she'd been in the house two months and my brother arrives from all of all of his studies oh, yeah. and he walks into the house one day and I 
say to her. And we're having this really long, evolved conversation about things in Spanish. And he just walks in, he looks at me, she's only been here a month and a half. <laughs> How are you speaking so well? And I was like, oh, I don't know, but I'm not good. I just, just kind of pick things up and I'm able to communicate. Yeah, you're so not not yeah. necessarily good at a language that yeah that, that I wouldn't say. Yeah, I just compare you to me and my ineptibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, it's, it's a yeah. Sometimes you just have this this flexibility with the language. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's kind of kind of me too. So. Hmm. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, I was talking about courses, oh, and yeah. that really brings me <laughs> to, too. yeah, it would be nice to, you know, study it a little bit and learn, you know, where the, how the grammar works. And, yeah. and you know, because I, 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 I speak things and uh, some people who know really well, or when I'm teaching uh, in Brazil, uh, they, they understand me. Uh, but mm -hmm. once in a while, when I just sort of bring up a few phrases, Uh, some people go, what, what? And I'm like, oh, okay, so uh, class, I kind of memorized how you say things or my body mind memorized it somehow, mm. how you say certain things so they get it. Uh, but, you know, when I start to try and break out of that, they don't really understand me unless they know me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so that's, that's not so so great you know it'd be good to uh kind of practice that and it's my point being is it's never too late it's never yeah. it's only in your mind even if you're 90 why not just you want yeah. it up you want to learn how to... Uh, people say yeah but my hands have arthritis so do you <laughs> know there are people who don't have lose their arms and learn to paint with their feet and their mouth you know like who cares so you're shaky make shaky drawings get painted yeah. and, and you can make something magnificent expectations that we have in the limitations of the mind to me really cause a lot of this upside down cups as well it just really ruins everything mm. so that is my reading for this week so i do hope all of you um got something out of that because i think that's super powerful yeah and it's super powerful uh, examination of self mm. and you know time to take a peek i mean there's so many variables in there but ultimately it does come down to um our expectations of others and that will most certainly turn your cups upside down now the healthy Uh, and you're not expecting anyone else to to return anything to you that you're, you know, your own way and and healthy and you, you know, have a flexible mind and you deal with things and you're, you don't complain. Well, you can look out and see that you might be drained this week. So it's a good thing to kind of go, well, if I'm feeling tired, mm -hmm. uh, it would mean that I need to kind of back and and take it easy a bit okay yeah. so everyone go off and have a wonderful week and hopefully that all pans out really nicely yay exciting yay 
So my bird just pooped into my computer key. <laughs> because I need coffee or something but yeah that's uh, nice and and the computer (laughs) keyboard went off so I I hope that he hasn't caused an electric circuit oh dear (laughs) that would be just just terrible (laughs) (laughs) now he's climbing up the wire to use your voice and he wants to he's looking at your little he's looking at your photo going I want to kiss you (laughs) Couldn't hang on. <laughs> All right, my love. Have a great week. Yeah, see yeah. you next week. Yeah, take care, everyone. Bye, Bye sweetie. Bye.